Musky Mania today on FPBC. We hear from one of the best guides in the business, Kevin Cochran, later on. But right now we check in with the president of the Bemidji Cass Lake Chapter of Muskies, Inc., Chris Thury. Their big tournament is coming up Saturday. Chris, thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. So we got the uh, Muskies, Inc. tournament coming up this Saturday uh, on a, several lakes in the area. How many years have we been doing this tournament now? Uh, this would be the 20th year. Wow. Well, we're kind of excited about that, that uh, we've seen the tournament grow from its infancy to where it's going now. So excited about what's going to turn out this year. 20 years of uh, of doing this tournament, and it sounds like it gets a little bit bigger every year. Yes, last year we had 111 participants in it. Uh, I've been in the, in the Bemidji area for roughly 11, 12 years and fish this tournament every year. We generally had like 60 people, 40 to 60 in it. it. was a good turnout. So we've almost doubled it, so we're excited about that. I know certainly the uh, chapter has grown, and the, and the muskie movement in general has gotten more and more popular over the years. Yes, it's, what's nice about this area, northern Minnesota for muskie fishing, it's uh, somewhat, you would say it's the birthplace of muskie fishing with Leech Lake and so forth, but... Uh, the uh, area lakes here produce big fish, as our tournament has kind of uh, shown people that they like coming up here for an opportunity for a real big fish as well as just having some fun. Yeah, I know it's a lot of area people that fish this tournament, but it's getting to be more and more popular for people outside the area to come into as well. Uh, correct. We get people from the Twin Cities, obviously, that come up. We get folks from Wisconsin. We get folks from North Dakota. Uh, we may or may not have someone here from Iowa. They're contemplating it. Uh, it's always scary fishing newer waters, but uh, when they see the posts of pictures that are caught up here, that tends to twist people's arms to come on up. <laughs> Absolutely. One of the uh, things that uh, I like about this tournament, it's a very reasonably priced tournament. Right. It's uh, $60 to enter. Uh, youths, let's see, well, youths are $30. There's an early bird entry fee that uh, ends June 1st, but uh, as of right now, it's only $60 to get in. Uh, it's a one-day event. Uh, it's 5 a.m. It starts. Fishing ends at 4 p.m., and you have to be at the uh, first registration area by 5 o'clock, which is the Beltrami Fairgrounds. Okay. At that point, we'll have um, the Boy Scouts here uh, prepare a nice meal of brats and burgers and beans and cookies and stuff like that for us. And uh, generally, we we start the award ceremony at 5.30, and we try to be wrapping it all up by 6.30. Okay. Now, the great thing is, uh, of course, that you use the money for some very good causes. Yes. Uh, the first uh, order of business says we give a check to BSU. We try to give at least a minimum of $1,000 from the entries. And uh, last year, we gave $1,300, so we're happy about that. Uh, of course, as the... At tournament field grows, we're able to give more. We also uh, have any of the, the kids that fish, youth under 18, we put them in a door prize, and uh, as long as you're a paid entrant, uh, we will uh, put you in for a drawing for a free, for a lifetime fishing license. Oh, nice. That's another thing we do with the entry fees. 
and also we kick in a little for the Boy Scouts, too, for helping out. So uh, that's where the entry fees go. And then uh, we also have a raffle afterwards or during the award ceremony where we raffle off prizes and guide trips and equipment and all kinds of stuff. So if you need equipment, you can get a good, reasonably priced, uh, nice item there for just a raffle ticket. And the proceeds, of course, go to the club, and we do other, obviously, other items with that, other charitable donations or help the DNR or whatever with that. So it's a good time. Uh, It's relatively inexpensive. And how uh, how do you win this tournament? How do you win this tournament? Well, the idea is they have to catch a fish, obviously. <laughs> uh, I would say generally we pay out the top four places. You're generally going to need, uh, last year's winner uh, got two fish uh, uh, in the mid-40s, you know, 46, 44, I believe. Uh, but there's also a big fish pot. So basically the important thing is just get a fish in the boat. And then uh, register, get a take a photograph of the fish. We do have a placard you have to have in the picture uh, of the fish, so we know that it was caught that day. And then basically, whoever catches the most fish, there's a point system for the length, and uh, we'll give our prizes from first to fourth. We have a youth. Anybody under 18 gets a shot at the youth uh, uh, first place event, and then a big fish prize is also paid out. And you can start fishing very, very early. Yes, 5 a.m. it starts. And, uh, again, where you have to be finished, stop fishing at 4 p.m. And if you want to, if you need to register a fish, you have to be at the fairgrounds at 5 o'clock. Okay. So here's the... 5 o'clock is the cutoff, so you got to get there. So generally a lot of folks, what they do is they get a fish in the boat. Uh, they generally get themselves an extra half an hour, plan to beat the fairgrounds by 4.30 so we can get everything registered, uh, get the nerves and wring your hands out a little bit. And then at 5 o'clock, we shut it all down, and then away we go. We add up the points and see who wins. Okay. And there is no single starting point. You go from where you want to go, but you, there's just an ending point. Right. Uh, you can fish any of the lakes we have on the tournament here, the Bemidji Chain, the Cass Lake Chain, Big Lake. We added Little Wolf this year, and also Man Trap. Okay. Um, the idea, though, is that you cannot lake hop. You can't go from one lake. Once you put your boat in the water, it stays in the water. Um, you can't go from, say, Bemidji, Lake Bemidji to go from the Cass Lake a little bit later. Okay. So once you put your boat in, you stay on the water. Got it. Got it. All right. And so we're not, we're not, we, we don't want to be uh, spreading any EIS. Some of the waters here are infected. Some of them are not. So uh, the DNR has politely asked us just to make sure we talk about that. So. Got it. So uh, how do we get registered? Well, you can go online at uh, uh, org. And I know for your radio listeners, it might be hard to write all that down. <laughs> you can also meet uh, myself or one of our representatives at one of two locations on Thursday and Friday from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. at either Destination Sports or Northwoods Bait. And we'll have a representative there with entry forms and so forth, uh, tournament rules, answer your questions. Maybe if you're nice and polite, we might give you some tips on where to go or what you might want to do. They put a fish in the boat. But uh, that's the place to meet us in person. Okay, so uh, Thursday, Friday from 5 to 8 at either Destination Sporting Goods or Northwoods Bait and or online, BemidjiCastMuskies.org. And you can do that anytime online, right? 
Correct. Anytime. Fishing begins 5 a.m. at whatever lake you choose to fish on this year. you got to be at the fairgrounds and have yourself registered, uh, any fish you caught and released registered by 5? Correct. Okay. Got to be at the Bemidji Fairgrounds by 5 o'clock. All right. Well, as long as we have you on the line, uh, let's uh, let's have you put your president's hat on for a moment. Uh, what are some of the okay. key things that uh, Muskies, Inc. and Bemidji uh, and the Bemidji area concerned about right now? Well, we just, uh, if you're watching the paper about legislation, we were uh, active in uh, maintaining muskie stocking. Uh, there was some uh, bills introduced the, to stop muskie stocking for a five-year, a five-year ban on stocking. Well, we were successful with the grassroots effort here and around the state to uh, to uh, at least temporarily stop that. Uh, every year something uh, comes up where some folks feel they want to stop muskie stocking. Um, I guess, for my two cents, if you look at the top ten lakes in Minnesota where people like the walleye fish, you're going to find they're also uh, top ten lakes people like the muskie fish because there's good walleye populations and there's good muskie populations there as well. So... Uh, it seems like the muskies work really well with the walleyes and, and uh, make these fisheries a little bit better. So the DNR uh, has information on that as far as how well it works, and we just want the DNR to allow them to do their job. Okay. Yeah, I know that uh, there's been, you know, over the years, Muskies Inc.'s chapters have been watching closely what goes on legislatively. That's uh, that's a key, and it's really a key for uh, all natural resources, uh, you know, passions. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also with our club, we like to do a couple of volunteer events every year. We do a, a landing cleanups. We go around and we pick up some of the garbage and trash that sometimes ends up at boat launches to keep them clean. And we also just as an individual just try to promote musky fishing and just general good sport fishing in general. Uh, we do support catch and release and uh, respect people's rights to be on the water. So, uh, you know, up here, uh, we like to enjoy the lakes, whether you're fishing or water skiing or whatever, but we just ask everyone to just let's enjoy responsibly. Yes, absolutely. How many um, members are there in the, in the Bemidji Muskies uh, Inc. chapter? Uh, currently, we have a 111 members Oh, uh, as of the other day. So uh, certainly growing. Um, it's very cheap to get in. It's $45 to enter into Muskies Inc., uh, and the money that we use, again, goes for stocking and, and to help other types of events. You know, we, have, we take vets fishing, and we work with uh, kids fishing organizations around the country. Um, the most important thing is, though, once you put your money in, you feel kind of obligated to, to talk and fish with muskie folks, and you'll find that the biggest thing that muskie fishermen need is information. You know, where are the fish at? Where are they biting? What are you using, et cetera? And the information is key to being a successful angler. What drew you into muskie fishing, Chris? Well, I started out doing like everybody else does, panfish, bass, and walleye. And, uh, you know, once you accidentally catch a muskie uh, trolling for walleyes, you kind of get the bug. <laughs> and then uh, it just kind of grew from there. Um, it's Now it's like I've caught other types of fish, and I've caught some nice big muskies, and after Actually, I prefer to go after that than to do just about anything else. And that's just me. Uh, I guess that's why I'm the president, too. <laughs> but uh, I do enjoy the sport, going out, just trying to find them and locate them. Uh, you don't always catch them. At least I don't always catch them. But uh, when I do, it's, uh, it feels really good. And actually now it feels better for me when I take someone out for the first time or someone who's never caught muskies or ever experienced that 
to get them to catch the bug, too. How many Muskies Inc. chapters are there in Minnesota? Boy, I've got to think there's a dozen. Okay. Um, off the top of my head, uh, largest ones being the Twin Cities. They have two chapters in the Twin Cities. But there's uh, uh, other chapters are in Duluth and Alexandria, and, of course, Brainerd's a fairly large, pretty large chapter as well. Uh, there's a couple down south out of Faribault. Um, so, yeah, they're, we're spread out around the state. So anywhere you live, there's a Muskie Zinc organization real close by. If you live out in the western part of the state, uh, North Dakota has a uh, pretty strong Muskie club up there as well. Still more to come with Chris Thury of the Bemidji Cast Lake Muskies Inc. chapter. Their big tournament coming up Saturday. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country with your host, Kev Jackson. He's the one asking the stupid questions. Some people fish, some people don't. Those people are clueless. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. You know, one of the things I find really uh, interesting, uh, you know, we used to think of Wisconsin as being the musky place, but really when, when you look at the the size and the number and the the people fishing muskies, uh, Minnesota has, has become one of the best musky areas probably in the whole entire continent. Uh, I, I guess I can't disagree with you there. As much as we like to have a border battle with the Wisconsin folks, uh, I attribute that a lot to our DNR. Uh, we do have a, we do really, they really push the catch and release. We do have a 54-inch minimum catch now where it used to be 48. Uh, so it's been a concerted effort of the Muskie Zinc and the DNR to promote uh, catch and release. And uh, I guess that's the biggest thing is that proper muskie management and proper fishing techniques, we can keep this fishery going. And I love the fact that they've uh, come up with the uh, catch and release uh, record book now, too. Uh, the measuring. Yep, that was, yeah, that was nice that the that the DNR decided to have a catch and release uh, record because you'll find a lot of musky fishermen, uh, including myself. If you do catch a large enough fish that could be a state record, uh, people put them back. Uh, part of it for secrecy, and part of it also they want to promote and keep these big fish running around in the lakes here. So. You know, if you kill a 50, if you kill a forty-eight, you'll never catch a fifty-four. Right. So that's um, that's the way it is up here, um, where it used to be in some parts of the country. You know, a fifty-inch fish is the holy grail of muskies. Up here, it's a fifty-four. Uh, my opinion, fifty-four. A lot of folks have fifty-threes, and they just they're looking for that fifty-four. So that's what's nice about this fishery up here. Absolutely. Well, once again, it's the Muskies, Inc., 20th Annual Muskies, Inc. Uh, tournament uh, hosted by the Bemidji Cass Lake Muskies, Inc. chapter. Bemidji Cass, Big, Plantagenet, Man Trap, and I think, would you say Wolf added this year as well? Little Wolf. Little, Little Wolf added this year. Okay. It's on Saturday. You can get registered online or uh, at Destination or Northwoods from 5 to 8, Thursday, Friday. Fishing will begin at 5 a.m. you got to have your fish registered in by 5 p.m. at the fairgrounds. The hamburger feed will follow in awards after that. Did I miss anything? Gee, I, I don't think so. Uh, not that I know that you want to put my phone number on the air, but you can go on our website, and if you have particular questions, uh, you feel free to give me a call. Okay. Chris Thury, he's the president and the uh, tournament director of the uh, Muskies, Inc. tournament coming up this Saturday. Chris, thanks for the time today. We appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. 
So how has the muskie bite been as we get ready for the tournament? We'll find out with one of the best muskie guides in the continent. Kevin Cochran is coming up. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Checking in with one of the, I don't know, would you... I mean, you're going to be a little bit humble, but I I would say you've got to be one of the upper Midwest, if not the nation's better known muskie anglers, Kevin Cochran. Is that right? Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, I'm I I uh, I'm lucky enough to, uh, to fish some some pretty incredible water, which um, I think you're you're definitely a product of the water that you fish. So we uh, we did some big fish here and there, and and um, you know I I put people on fish, so. And I'm, uh, you know, catch big fish because we got big fish here. So, but well, uh, that's certainly yeah. something that has happened over the uh, the last several years. Is that, uh, as far as I'm concerned, from what I gather, and and I'm not as immersed in musky world that you as you are, obviously. But everything I hear puts Minnesota right at the center of the continent when it comes to musky fishing now, because of the sheer size and the number of waters that have good sized musky in them. You know, we are we're right at right at the top there, and. Uh, and I fished in um, Ohio, uh, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, um, Iowa, Wisconsin. I've I've fished everywhere, and and you know this is this is where it's at. We got a lot of big fish. There are some exclusions, such as uh, uh, like St. St. Lawrence Seaway. Um, you know that's got giant fish. Uh, Georgian Bay. You know. Uh, Green Bay as well, some incredibly huge waters, you know. But uh, for inland lakes, I mean, really, Minnesota's got it. We really do, and and I I have to tip my hat to the DNR here that that set up the program back in the, the early Bob Strand days that that created um, that created this fishery that we have today. You know, thirty years later, so. It's certainly one of those things that took vision because you weren't going to get instant results. Right, you know, and, and early in in our um, musky stocking history, we uh, we stocked a shoe pack strain of fish, which genetically is easy easy to catch in spawning nets and strip uh, strip the eggs from. However, um, just they don't they don't get big. So, uh, unfortunately, some of the lakes in Minnesota, maybe only a handful, Grand Rapids, Park Rapids area, um, um, they do have like tainted um, genetics of the with the shoe pack shoe pack strain um but uh but i mean you know, for the most part I, this is this is we're, we're very fortunate to uh to be where we're at at these lakes <clears throat> also we have a, an extremely um um just well educated and uh you know guys with a lot of heart that that put put everything into preserving this resource um guys at the uh, minnesota muskie and pike alliance are local muskieing chapters throughout the state. So they're there to, to help ensure that bad legislation doesn't get passed through and muskie fishing is here to stay in the next 30, 40 years at least. I know I was uh, talking to um, Chris Thury today about the big tournament that's coming up, but we discussed you know, some of the things that uh, muskie uh, uh, faithful have fought for. One of them was Somebody had thrown a bill out there that they weren't. They didn't want muskie stocking for a number of years. Fortunately, that didn't get through. Sure, yeah, and that was uh, Senator Ingebrigtsen, and he's, you know, he uses a lot of uh, a lot of emotion, um, and he has a, a just a personal hatred overall towards towards muskie. So that's and, and when you get somebody in in a, a political seat like that, it's it's really hard to 
convince them otherwise. And they also they push their political agenda as far as they can. So uh, and unfortunately, you know that's you, that, that's just the nature of the beast. You put somebody in there like that that hates muskies. Well, um, you know they're doing it off of emotion. There's no scientific data that supports um, their reason for hating muskies. They just hate them. You know, hate them to hate something, I guess. But um, um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty sad. Well, it didn't happen, so uh, that's good news. We're getting you know into the season now. A couple weeks. What have we seen so far? Um, you know, they, it, it's been. I would say it's been a tough bite overall. We're getting chances at fish every day. Every every trip we're out right now, actually. But uh, every trip um, that I've had this year. We've gotten shots at fish. So uh, that being said, you know our hookup ratio isn't good. Uh, I'm doing a, uh, I, I, well, I'm doing all trolling right now. So I'm I'm fishing uh, secondary break lines. Uh, basically, we're trolling deeper water um, for suspended fish, and I'm getting a lot of like short strikes, a lot of a lot of fish that I mark on my my. Uh, my sight imaging and I'll come back to them and I'll just kind of beat them down and they'll eventually bite, but it's, they're not staying pinned. And, and I think in many instances, um, these trolling fish, these open water fish, they're biting, um, they're short striking the bait. Maybe they're biting the back, you know, quarter of the bait or, um, you know, maybe they're, and I've seen it before, they'll hit baits with a, with a closed mouth. So, which, you know, it's, it's pretty frustrating for me. Um, but you know, we have scored three fish, um, biggest being a 46 and a half. So, you know, and we're fairly early into the game and, and I expect around the new moon here, the next two or three days fishing will pick up. You know, uh, I've always heard, and, and of course, again, we're getting more sophisticated and, and we've got really dedicated people who, who study it and everything. So the bite seems to pick up earlier, but I think that's more angler savvy than anything. Fourth of July seems to be the start of thing when things really heat up. But we've got this big tournament this weekend, uh, which can always be a challenge at this time of year. Uh, you know, it's it's um, a, a pretty common misconception. Um, you know, I just I think that everything is just kind of out of whack right now. Um, with you know, we had a very late ice out, and right now I'm looking at sixty four degree water temp. Um, you know, I'm looking at my and I've had this morning anywhere from sixty. 63 to 66 and a half, 67. So, um, you know, that's a pretty drastic change considering, you know, uh, May 11th, we you know, had ice on some lakes. So not even a month away, the, the water temperatures went up you know, 25, 30 degrees. So, you know, I think that, uh, that these fish are just kind of in a funk right now. And they did spawn uh, the middle, middle of May. And, you know, it's right now it's a tough game. If we had a gradual warm-up, and I was talking with Brian Trex about this recently, and if we had a very nice, slow, gradual warm-up, then I think a lot of these fish would be biting and, and just more consistently would be hitting baits. And, um, but, I, yeah, I don't like the, the, the huge temperature difference in the last, last month here. You know, we have had in previous years. We've had some really big number days in June, and you know there was there was one year in particular, maybe four or five years ago, where we were having multiple fish days almost every time out. 
uh, including one five fish day. So, um, you know, June, it can be a slow month, but it's, it's all determined by uh, what happens in the spring, uh, weather-wise, in my opinion, and also when they spawn and, and a few other factors, too. Are you, are you fishing the tournament this weekend? I am. I am fishing the tournament this well, weekend. Mm-hmm. There goes you giving me any inside scoop, then. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you, if you know me, you know what I've been doing for the last eight, nine days every day. So, um, you know, I, I spend a lot of time over, over the deep water fishing right now. It's not, it's not, not the only way to catch fish by any means. Um, you know, however, for me, it's been consistent. Some of the casters are starting to see some fish as of recently. So I do think there possibly would be a shot, especially with these warmer water temps. Um, you know, maybe even before the tournament, go up and put your trolling motor on high and look in the shallow water and just start scouting for fish. Um, you know, one thing that I do like right now, I'm, I'm looking at the lake and it's it's got a, a really nice green tint to it. And Bemidji Plantation at both lakes, um, you know, they're they're experiencing a, a they're a little bit dirtier than than uh, than what I've seen in previous years. So, um, you know, that tells me that it'll hold the heat better, and I do think that fish will push up shallower um, in dirtier water in comparison to clearer water. I think another key sign of how things have gotten better in musky fishing around here is the number of lakes you now have in this tournament. Bemidji, Cass, Big, Plantagenet, uh, Added Little Wolf, and Mantrap now. Sure, yeah, absolutely. And, it, and you know, it's a, it's a huge fundraiser for our, um, our, our chapter, and it's I mean, it brings a lot of anglers together, anglers from the cities. Um, you know, even Wisconsin, uh, Fargo, uh, we have people from uh, Brainerd as well. So, um, you know, and, and it's just an, an awesome time. So, um, and we do a, a large uh, feed afterwards, award ceremony. So it's, you know, every year that I participate, I've, I've had, uh, had an awesome time, and, and I got to, to chat with uh, a bunch of friends afterwards. Yeah, that's one thing that's uh, really cool about uh, musky anglers. Uh, they're very, very uh, passionate about their sport. They're very, very passionate about the fisheries we talked about earlier, uh, and uh, they're kind of uh, they're kind of what would you call it evangelists, if you will, for their fish. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, we uh, love the fish, and you know, we're, we'll do everything to uh, to preserve the fishery and and make sure that it's there for you know. Or the next generation, the young kids, and just other other people in general, newcomers to get involved. Um, you know, I, I think everybody wants the sport to grow, and you know, and, and it really is the only the only genre of fishing in the state that's growing. Yeah, it really is. Um, that that's true. Um, and I guess it's you know that pursuit and that that chance to land something pretty amazing and pretty unforgettable. It is, and really, uh, musky fishing can be defined as um, it's whatever you make of it. As if you want to, if you want to catch fish, well, you have to put in the hard work. You know, you have to be out there. You can't just take one or two trips a year and expect to catch even a fish, or you can't even take ten trips a year and expect to catch fish. You have to be out there, you know, day in and day out, almost in the summer and, and in the fall, and um, and it's. It'll pay off, 
and time on the water, there's no substitute for time on the water. And also, I think fishing with with anglers that are that are that you would consider are better than you, and those those two factors right there would uh, definitely improve your game. Well, it sounds like what you're telling me is there's definitely fish out there, and you have seen them. The trick to winning this tournament is going to be getting one of them to bite. It is, it is, and you know. Uh, fingers crossed during the tournament. Um, I hope that, that there is some kind of a weather change. Um, you know, it, and it seems like this, this year you'll have a, a shot during like the peak major activity of the moon. Um, you may have one shot, but, um, you'll have one or maybe even more shots during a significant weather change. Like the storm is on the horizon moving in. That's kind of when we're seeing the majority of the action. So um, today we just lost a fish at 11:30, which was this, was 15 minutes into the major. I believe that the major was 11:15, roughly to 1:15. Uh, so right at the beginning of the major, we saw we saw that fish, and I went over that fish and numerous times prior to that. Uh, I'd say three or four times without any success, and during the major, that fish bit, and unfortunately, it came off. So <laughs> I, uh, I saw it, top of the water, shaking its head, and here comes the bait. So, okay. Well, Kevin, uh, you are, again are one of the best in the in the biz. Um, are you booked for the year? Can somebody still uh, get a trip with you at some point? You know, I have I have some dates coming up: eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Uh, originally, I took those dates to make a trip, um, not following through with that trip. So I opened up those three dates, and I do believe that I have some trips uh, the first part of 1, 2, 3 of July, and then it's then it's just kind of, uh, it's kind of here and there and here and there uh, until school starts back up again. Best, so, best so way I, to get... I do have some trips open. And the best way to get lined up with you? You can give me a call or send me a text at 507-456-9023. Um, hit me up on Facebook. Um, and I have a, a business page on Facebook, Kevin Cochran, Muskie Guide Service. Uh, so kevincochranguide.com. Yep. I'm out there. Shouldn't be too difficult. All right. Kevin Cochran, he's one of the best, joining us today on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hey, good luck at the tournament, and thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Kevin. Now we go. Fishing for Bunyan Country.